0: This is the Business of Apps podcast, bringing you actionable insights from the leaders of the global app industry and the world's fastest growing apps. You can find more app
1: news, data, and analysis over at businessofapps.com. Welcome to Business of Apps podcast. On this show, we invite app industry professionals to cover various topics, and we promise to do our best to keep it both insightful but brief. In this episode, we have Ryan Thorpe, CMO at Reflectly. Ryan, welcome to the Business of Apps podcast.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you for coming. Okay, let's set the stage first. Um, all right, so you're looking at the number of daily and monthly active users for your app and wonder, gosh, is there a new app marketing channel that I'm missing? You've heard about TikTok. You know there's an advertising platform in TikTok called TikTok Ads, but you're not quite sure how to use it. And if there's actually any potential, is it capable to help you to grow your app user base? And this episode, we want to help you out. We've got Ryan to walk you through driving app installs with TikTok ads. But before doing all that, let's kick off with introducing you, Ryan. Please tell us about yourself.
0: Uh, Yes, so I am a CMO of Reflectly. Um, Reflectly started out as 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 a simple journaling app. Um, and it is expanded into a portfolio of health and wellness products to essentially build uh, what we call the, the, the growth bundle, the, um, the Netflix of apps, um, all providing um, health, fitness, meditation, mindset, apps for, to solve every single problem in, in, in your day-to-day life.
1: I bet it's quite, the, the, the demand should be great. I mean, not only because of COVID, but obviously that's one of the, you know, the, the reason for you know, the huge popularity of apps like that. Uh, so, but I would assume even, you know, after COVID, uh, we're still living in a pretty dynamic and complicated world where an app like that it, it should be handy. Um,
0: yes. So the, um, the, 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 the mental fitness space is one of the largest growing spaces on, on the App Store at the moment. Um, it, new trends such as breathing and meditating and being mindful in your day-to-day life is really at the forefront of uh, p- people's lives nowadays.
1: Right. And um, I would imagine the app shouldn't have any boundaries, I mean, ge- geographical boundaries, because... We're all like, the world, world. is really uh, interconnected. So, it's just a matter of uh, you know uh, going international, adapting your app for a different country, different market, and basically the need is still there, no matter China, yes. Japan, um, U- Ukraine, Norway, whatever.
0: Yeah, we all suffer from mental health problems or illnesses or um, even just struggling to get up in the morning uh, and. If you can believe that a tool can solve that problem for you um, and it does fix that problem, your life naturally is going to improve.
1: Yeah, I can per- per- uh, personally attest that on Monday morning, that's the case for sure. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, how would you describe, um, let's, let's get to the major topic on the, for the conversation of today. Um, how would you describe the process of creating an ad campaign on TikTok ads? Um, is there anything that you know, having your experience of running multiple campaigns now, uh, that you wish you knew when you were creating your first campaign? Anything people should pay attention to?
0: Sure. Um, I think generally speaking, uh, the algorithm—sorry, uh, the um, yeah—the algorithm and the way that uh, TikTok targets is becoming more and more powerful. Um, Similarly, in so in the past, uh, especially on places like Meta, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, being a media buyer and being extremely targeted with your ad campaigns, such as interest audiences, etc., used to be how you gain the advantage. Now, how you gain the advantage is uh, via the creative that you that you make, and the targeting is less important. So we run multiple ads, multiple experiments, and most of our targeting is just broad. As long as you target kind of the range of the type of customer that you're aiming for, 18 to 30, 40 to 50, mm-hmm. and the gender, that's, in, in, most case, in most cases, that's kind of all you need to get yourself going. Um, at the beginning, trying to do too many tests on different audience sets is probably not the best idea for the sake of your capital. Um, mm-hmm. You'll get some really good ideas and results quite quickly with just a broad tested uh, audience when you're first setting up a
1: TikTok ad campaign. So um, to me, the, this situation seems like because, uh, you know, the world famous uh, ATT, ATT framework from Apple that was introduced last spring this year, Google uh, joining the forces with this sandbox uh, um, framework and the the, the, the the whole system of collecting uh, information about hu- users um, going through a significant change and the precise targeting becomes less uh, doable, right? So, exactly. and TikTok kind of a, um, they're in the right moment in the right place when um, the potential of the platform it's how um, viral its content is really helpful to still be able to find your audience, grow your user base, even when the targeting, precise targeting, is not an option anymore, at least for mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Let's focus on creatives a little bit. Uh, um, you know, we pre- previously would talk to people who were running ad campaigns with the influencers and, on TikTok. And obviously, you know, like the whole the whole thing was about creating a um, really uh, um, natural, authentic content for TikTok, something that you, you know, pick up the phone and, you know, for sure, even without seeing the logo, this is the one that was published on TikTok. So uh, when it comes to creating an effective video content for TikTok ads, would mm-hmm. you say something similar? Um, well, what people should know about it?
0: Um, I think the, some important Key variables that you've got to take into consideration is um, the first three seconds are the hook for how you're going to make them stop scrolling. Um, mm-hmm. We all we all have fallen down those TikTok rabbit holes where we just keep swiping, keep swiping, keep swiping, and um, it's got to take something very powerful that we can relate to, um, that surprises us, that makes us um, stop and listen. That is going mm-hmm. to help which is what's going to increase the likelihood that they're going to watch four seconds five seconds and beyond um if you can stop them in their tracks and make them watch that will increase uh TikTok's feeling to share that to more people um mm-hmm. and you'll be able to know that when you kind of run the app when you run that against the app we run it as an advert you'll be able to see that in its click-through rate in its watch time uh, in its lower cost co- uh, cost per click uh, and lower CPM prices. Um, but the first, the first, and the key part is the first three seconds. After that, it's looking to um, be very quick and speedy uh, in the number of frames that you deliver within a advert. So um, you you don't want to you might you don't want to just capture their attention attention for three seconds and then mm-hmm. talk to them about your product for a minute. Um, you want to capture their attention for three seconds and make them understand exactly what you what you are, what you're trying to do, the lifestyle that this product service app is giving somebody uh, for about ten seconds. after ten seconds, it's diminishing returns after that. Um, so a lot of frames, first three second hooks and make people sh- understand the lifestyle and what uh, what they're gonna feel and be and act. Once they use that product.
1: You have to impress them with your
0: product. 100%. In one word, you've got to impress, but don't make them think that you're showing off your product, which mm-hmm. is a key part. It's almost, it's become now a uh, subtle product placement, but but not going overboard about advertising, mm-hmm. saying this is this that does this. Sometimes it's just being subtle about it and integrating it into uh, a creator's everyday life. And hooking them at the beginning is enough to just get people to start. Make it look authentic and real, because no one creates an authentic video that seems like an ad. That's, and
1: that's, that's totally true. Yeah,
0: that's the um, uh, yeah the, the the new way of thinking that you have kind of as an as a marketer have to get around. Um, don't create an ad. Create a video that shows off the product. But the, but then you hopefully they love what you're doing so much you've got a big button at the bottom that they're going to click on to figure out what that product is all about.
1: Got it. Don't, don't overkill. Don't overkill. That's the...
0: Do not overkill.
1: Okay. Um, obviously, you know, um, TikTok ads is just one more platform for paid acquisition for mobile. Platforms for uh, paid acquisition existed before. Uh, right now, we have a, you know, the suite of... Uh, Google ads, Facebook ads, Twitter ads, Pinterest, um, Instagram, which is part of Facebook ads, but still this is the, you know, distinctive big, big chunk of uh, paid acquisition uh, landscape. Uh, when people are jumping on uh, TikTok ads, and up till now they've been using Facebook ads or meta ads, if you want to call Facebook meta, uh, what's the difference? Um, is it pretty much similar Really close, better, worse, or just familiar for people? That would be really easy to use.
0: Is this in terms of the creatives on each platform, yeah, or just the usage uh, of the ad platform? Uh,
1: just the platform, the usage, like the you know, following through the steps, creating the campaign, how uh, easy to use, how straightforward it is.
0: Um, I so I think in the beginning, um, uh, Facebook developed a very complicated system because it had the data and the uh, targeting and the knowledge of the algorithm to be as complicated as possible so that you could get the most specific user to your specific product for a specific objective. Now mm-hmm. with the lack of tracking and the ability to for Facebook to have actually adapted to that because of iOS 14 and the different tracking systems that have now uh, blocked the, all of this um, Facebook is finding it extremely difficult to turn the Titanic is kind of a way of saying it It right. built such a robust product that they thought would last almost a lifetime and one quick one big iceberg being ios 14 has completely shaken up the entire facebook meta advertising ability um which means media buyers are quite ruthless as well as soon as the money stops working on a platform we look elsewhere um whoever gives us the best users and the cheapest price um and the the platform works that's what we're going for and tiktok is solve for that for particular advertisers and particular products very, very well. Um, and even though the complexity is much lower than meta, you actually don't want high complexity anymore because the complexity comes in the creative, which is the beforehand before you actually then start running the ads. So the complexity is transferred from being the media buying side to actually winning the creative battle, um, which. which is great requires a whole new type of skill set a whole new way to analyze performance and advertising um but i've just found me personally i've moved a lot of my budget away from meta um the the tracking also takes longer to come back through even if it does have Mm -hmm. a 48 hour 72 hour window and you have to test something and you don't know if it works until much much later um which yeah, can be risky if you're spending high budgets. So right. it's, it, it, it's, yeah, it, it is for trying to figure out ways to solve for this and releasing new updates, but uh, it's being cannibalized kind of quite heavily by TikTok who are, who are working, it's all working to the, their advantage.
1: Speaking of looking at the performance of your campaign overall and, uh, you know, keeping your hand on the pulse of your campaign, what major kpis that marketers should be tracking for their ad campaign tiktok ads sure
0: um so it depends how you how you run your ads you can run your ads um as just pure app install uh campaigns or you can run mm-hmm. them as web web campaigns uh which is one step before but you can still run uh that and it can still you can still track that in app store connect um later down the road um so what you need to be looking for on the metrics generally are uh well the, the the question you're trying to ask yourself is is this creative going viral um I'm, by putting ad spend behind this creative is it getting better the more i spend money on it uh and mm-hmm. what i mean by that is when you're spending money and it's twenty dollars and you're getting uh 0.6 percent click-through rate Um, you're getting a really high cost per click and you're getting really high CPMs, that's a red flag to think this creative does not work. However, if you're spending 20 to $100 and you're getting a two, three, 4% click-through rate, which shows super highly engaged, you're getting a low cost per click because more people are clicking for it at a a lower CPM. So a thousand people are watching it, X percent much higher are clicking on it. And then they're going to either your landing page to then go download your app, which you can do if you've got a web-based uh, app service already set up as well. So you can, um, mm-hmm. yeah, use the advantages of paying outside of Apple that way. Um, for uh, moving over from that, then another metric that TikTok offers you is conversion rate percentage. So whatever the objective you have at the end, let's say it's a button click, let's say it's a download or an install, um, TikTok can tell you the conversion rate of that advert. So it can say people clicked on the advert, went to a page, clicked on a button, the conversion rate of the amount of people that went through and clicked was X percent. So if the video delivers the correct message, hooks correctly, uh, is super engaging, everyone's gonna click on it, be super engaged and want to follow through the funnel to get to the point where they download your app. So there are a few metrics, but ultimately it comes down to looking at what metrics relate to the engagement of the created it from the beginning
1: a pretty familiar landscape of kpis uh all makes sense all on par with you know what, what marketers should know about the running campaigns for driving uh you know for um, growing user base and ultimately increasing the revenue of your app project Of course. now is there something you keep hearing about tiktok as an advertising platform you believe it's just a hype um That is a good question
0: perhaps uh people feel like uh they the hype the hype around tiktok is at the moment is it's easy to go viral um i don't think it's easy to go viral however there is a math to going viral um people think that after five to ten videos um they should have hit a winning creative style um what you need to do is Throw 20, 30, 40, 50 videos at TikTok to really understand why there is hype about things going viral. Because uh, it's like sort of Instagram back in back in the early days. You have such high potential for your videos to go viral and to reach a mass audience, but everyone else is trying to also throw a lot of videos at the wall and see what works. And for you to compete, you need to also do that.
1: Right. So different platform, different team behind, but the same people who are interacting with this platform from just from the different angle, you know, the and, and uh, yeah, the time frame is different. It's not 2020, 2012 anymore when that uh, Instagram was took t- taken off. And another, um, and
0: another sorry, and yep. another initial point on that is that um, uh, people think that uh, you have to catch trends before they're trends. So the, there's a lot of hype around a certain trend that's happening. Um, mm-hmm. if, if you've already seen that, and a lot of people have already made videos, you're, you're probably a little bit too late to the, to the hype of the trend. Um, so trying to be in the ecosystem of TikTok and recognizing patterns in what videos are capturing attention can really help you in your creative framework or design, um, help you build better adverts so noticing trends earlier before their hype uh is a is a point as well
1: yeah d- don't be a copy, uh, copycat because the thing you're trying to imitate is already gone viral and somebody else is reaping the benefits to sure. be innovative uh, find your own thing um mm-hmm. now based on your extensive experience of running uh, campaigns on tiktok ads what would you like to be improved for the platform? What would you like to be better? Sure. Um, so I speak quite regularly to
0: TikTok account managers um, and I throw some ideas of things I like. I like to beta test a bunch of different things. Um, so I mm-hmm. remember when we were be working with Meta and the different Facebook ad platforms, they've got uh, a bunch of great tools within their ads platform that allows you to uh, edit or customize the type of um, ads that go out so what i mean by mm-hmm. that is there were moments where in facebook uh we used to have a trick where we would create poll adverts or we would create uh, and for context what that means is it's an advert on a story that you could attach a poll to that people could vote on and that mm-hmm. would increase engagement on the ads which means it would be served to more people which means it would um drive more downloads for us um, and then another one was it was kind of Uh, either like a question and they had to like answer and reply to that question and very recently TikTok has added this uh, feature but it's not very it's only for beta testers and it's kind of like under optimized at the moment but essentially um, you take your main video and you can add on graphics or stickers or pictures or uh, questions or polls onto that video uh, to make people stop and answer your question and engage so there's small features that I would love for TikTok to bring in to yeah, encourage that. Uh, and then there's other areas like um, that the explore page, uh, specific advertising or finding it easier to jump on hashtag trends or uh, the searchability of certain videos. Uh, all of that would, would enhance the, the TikTok ads platform. Um, but yeah, ultimately being able to creatively improve the, the ad
1: Hopefully all, this, all these things in their pipeline. Fingers crossed. The app industry is vast. To navigate this space, you need a directory to look up suppliers and partners. And you need to know who are the best. Visit our marketplace directory at businessofapps.com marketplace podcast. And now, back to the show. Now, We've covered the major topic on the table, and there are only a few more questions than I ask in this second segment of the show to every guest I invite. And these are just quick ones, and here we go. Question number one, what smartphone do you have now? Have you been switching between these you know, two giants, iOS and Android, or just staying one side all the time?
0: I've always been iOS. Um, I just, uh, yeah. My, my, my dad was, is Android, but the rest of the family is, is iOS. We've never really changed.
1: (laughs) Got it. Uh, let's, let's jump back in time before iPhone. Uh, what was your first mobile phone?
0: I'm pretty sure it was one of those Nokia 3310s. Um, one of those brick phones, the ones that the battery lasts longer than a Tesla, you know, like (laughs) you could throw it out a window and it would, it would bounce off the floor and still work. Um, and I used to play Snake on that. Snake was always a, uh, that's how I got through certain classes, always something like that.
1: Yeah, Snake, the Snake game will be in the history, you know, in the textbooks, you know. Yes, for <laughs> sure. For years. Now, um, imagine you've left your smartphone at home right now, you know, for whatever reason. What would be the most missing feature when you're out?
0: Um, one missing feature when I'm out would be, uh. Unfortunately, Slack, uh, because if I don't have Slack on my phone, um, mm-hmm. I can't answer quickly to, uh, business related questions, uh, to employees, to coworkers, et cetera. Uh, and that was put us as a business behind. I can answer quickly. I can react quickly. Um, that's from a professional standpoint, I would be lost without the ability to message that quickly. Uh, from a personal standpoint, um, probably, probably WhatsApp or any sort of messaging platform just to keep in touch with family, friends, people, uh, where I'm going or Google maps because, uh, or, uh, Uber, uh, Uber bikes because I cycle a lot in London and hiring mm-hmm. a bike saves me a ton of time and you need your phone to do that as well.
1: And it's really healthy to, to cycle a bike. Uh, I, I can attest to that for sure. Yeah, of course. Uh, now let's imagine um, if you if you have a chance to improve your iPhone with you know, one extra feature it could be software hardware what then th- thing would be for you uh, what would be what would you like Apple to add to the phone um, to make it better for you more useful uh, Not trendy not hypey uh, thing but something for you
0: um, so, uh, so there's this one app that I use at the moment quite heavily called time tree and time tree integrates with your calendars and you can share that calendar with your friends to organize dinners, parties, picnic, etc. things to do. And you can see that people, you can see other people's schedule and what they're up to so that you can plan in advance and know when people have a free moment to do something with you. Um, mm-hmm. Now that is a great app, but I could imagine uh, Apple uh integrating kind of maybe the calendar app that they already have and being able to have a more engaged relationship with that with people who also use iPhones in this way so in the for example that we have iMessage if they had like iCalendar for friends something super simple where you could connect everyone else who has an iPhone connect to that calendar tell them what they're up tell me what you're up to over the next couple of weeks and then we I know when I can pre-plan things with different friendship groups different workout running groups, uh, workout groups, climbing groups. Um, and that way we can kind of maintain community. And I find everyone's so busy in London these days, where I am, where I'm from, but big cities, people are always busy. So knowing what people are up to is a great way uh, and understanding the space between that was a great, would be a great app or a great improvement for uh, for what I think would happen with, with Apple or iPhones.
1: Got it, then obviously it should be simple. Um... If I remember, if I am quoting correctly, somebody who was writing a book about Apple that doing things uh, hard is simple, doing mm-hmm. things simple is hard. <laughs> this is what sure. Apple is, you know, really good at, and uh, yeah, that feature will be really great for mm-hmm. your, you know, communication with friends. Before I let you go, just very final question: How can people get in touch with you and get more information about what you do? Um,
0: you could probably just t- message me on LinkedIn. Um, you can also send me an email, ryan at reflectly.app. Um, uh, but yeah, my LinkedIn is ryanjthorpe. Um, connect with me, send me an email, send me a message. I'm super responsive on there. And I prefer to talk over chat than over emails. I feel like it's just so much more informal and easy.
1: Gotcha, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show and being with us this, for this 30 minutes. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. And that was Ryan Thorpe, CMO at Reflectly. To listen to more episodes, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, just search for Business of Apps, and you will be able to find us easily. We release episodes every Monday, so subscribe, and you will get the episode on your smartphone, tablet, or computer as soon as we release it. And please, don't forget to leave us a review or comment on iTunes. It is highly appreciated. And... All episodes will also be available on businessofapps.com thank you for listening see you next week thank you for listening to the business of apps podcast for more head on over to businessofapps.com